All right, welcome to Studio Talk. Uh, this is actually the first episode we're recording. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Landon. I'm Logan. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's jump into it. By the way, we are we are literally figuring out the format for this podcast as we go. Um, so if you have any suggestions at all for us, things you want to hear, things you want to see, obviously this is a video podcast, or you can listen on Spotify or Apple. Apple Podcast? Apple Music? What is it? Yeah, Apple Podcast. I don't know. Spotify yeah. Podcast. Sure. Yeah. Wherever, I mean, you, you, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, you can listen to this one. So, as I said, we're figuring it out as we go. Uh, but if you're new here, which you are because everyone is new here, yep. basically this show is for content creators. Logan and I are both content creators. Uh, the goal is to make these quick 30-minute episodes for your drive to a shoot, uh, to the office. Maybe you're just editing. You want to listen to something while you edit. I don't, I mean, yeah. do you listen to stuff that's, while you yeah, edit? Yeah, that's what I do. Really? Yeah, totally. I, I guess you're doing photos. Well, yeah, right? when I'm doing photos, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I do video editing, obviously, and yeah. I, I can't listen can't to video. anything but the uh, the song or yeah. the time. You know, I, I can't do other stuff. So, uh, But obviously, it's not going to be just me and Logan. We are going to bring on some special guests. Uh, they might be big name creators that you know. They might be smaller creators that are still equally influential and awesome so uh yeah we're we're building this out we're yeah, uh, we're moving we're gonna see how it goes uh logan tell us a little bit about yourself so um so i've been in the photography industry kind of just well my whole life i've kind of been surrounded by cameras my dad's always had cameras uh he's always been really into wildlife photography and um you know he does trips up to yellowstone like every other couple weeks um and so he's always buying new cameras and stuff and um i've been pursuing photography as a as a career after i graduated high school which was about nine-ish years ago and then was that nine years ago yeah wait when did you 2013 graduate? oh i forgot you're old. wait did you graduate in 2013 mm -hmm. logan and i went well we went to the same high school what high school did you go to? alta oh yeah i went to alta yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> did when you did you graduate? know that? I graduated in 2015. Oh, what the heck? When I didn't did you know graduate? that at all. <laughs> you graduated in 2013? Uh-huh. Oh, I could have sworn you were in, like, my same grade. Uh-uh. Oh. That's so funny. Wow, okay, we're literally learning things about each other. There we go. Right now, I, <laughs> I had no idea. I also forgot to switch the camera back, but hey, continue on. I'm we're sorry work, to It's a work in progress. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I've been um, pretty much just pursuing photography since I graduated, um, and then up until this past summer, I just actually... Uh, went in-house with a company here in Salt Lake um, in the automotive industry. Uh, so that's been my my main attention, which has been really fun. Okay, he is being way too casual about this. The <laughs> automotive industry. He's literally like the most like luxurious car dealer <laughs> in Utah doing stuff with Stradman and who some other guys. You got Patrick Adair, who else? Stephen Lewis. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have a lot of guys that are just here in Utah, the, the car industry is just growing so quickly. And, oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, it's it's the Lamborghini dealership and the Bentley dealership here in Salt Lake City yeah. uh, is what it is. So that's what I'm, I've been doing. That's been my main my main hustle over the past six months. So I'm their media manager. And so, um, but, yeah, that's my wife. Uh, she's also into photography. She We do a wedding duo um, when I have time. But yeah. that's kind of what, what I'm up to right now. How often do you do weddings? Not super often, especially with everything that's been going on the past couple of years. We've been, yeah, we've been pretty slow, but um, yeah, we're still we're still shooting. We shot one like a week ago. 
Mm-hmm. And then we have a couple. We have one out in Newport Beach that we're going to in a couple months. Look at you. It's here and there. It's nothing, Staying nothing busy. crazy busy. But Be honest. Do you enjoy weddings? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's too stressful. And, like, I haven't been in the wedding industry long enough to feel confident. Yeah. Especially as a I, – so I do video primarily, and then she does photography. For the weddings? Because mm-hmm. you do photos primarily usually, right? It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of both. It oh. just depends on the job. But if like the client only needs photo, then we'll both do photo. Yeah. But if they want photo and video, then I'll be on video. <laughs> but so with video, I'm not as confident with like audio and all that. So, sure. So I don't know. I think with this new job, I think it's definitely making me kind of pull back. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where I end <laughs> up at. But pays good, usually. I mean, having an in house job is is always a little breath of fresh air yeah as a yeah. creator it is it is nice to have that cushion for yeah. sure yeah well in, in my position they're they're just so like giving me the the playbook and they're like just whatever you think is right do yeah. it and you as someone that's been in marketing positions in the past it's like you can't ask for something better than that is like just allowing them to give you the pencil and just yeah. run it, you know yeah so living I, the dream man yeah we have some fun stuff coming up this summer so Good stuff. Keep your eyes out. Well, my name's Landon. Um, I am a content creator, like yeah. Logan. Um, if if you follow me on Instagram, it's probably because I was initially with the full-time filmmaker team for like two years. That's where the majority of my following came from, and just how people, you know, recognize me. Like, I'll, I'll get stopped. Not often. I'm not even close to a celebrity whatsoever. But on occasion, if someone recognizes me, it's usually because of full-time filmmaker. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. But uh, I don't. I don't do that anymore. Just one-off projects if they happen to need me. Uh, but I've been doing my own thing for the last uh, six months. I think. Yeah. It's been awesome. It's been amazing. So, um, I mean, and also Studio Talk. Uh, the name Studio came from my production company. Uh, my production company is Studio two eyes mm-hmm. don't have the doc- uh, by the way uh i found who owns the studio.com domain oh. guess how much they wanted me to pay for it 50 grand okay no. <laughs> you're shooting high uh five grand which it's it's not a ton it's but like it's just like, on the line of being a lot and yeah like it's like right affordable. on the verge of like do i care that much right like how am i actually bringing that much traffic to it so just i gotta wait them out Maybe I, I I might counter, but it's just like I'm like, bro, is there ever going to be another company called Studio that tries to buy this? So right. it's like I could probably, you know, lower them on the price. Anyways, uh, have Studio.net, which is totally fine. Yeah. It works. Uh, but yeah, Studio Talk came from Studio, name of the production company. Um, I uh, I do have several clients that I do regular video work with, um, and then on the side. Um, I hate using the word entrepreneur, but that's the only way to kind of describe what I do. I am an entrepreneur, so I just I just love starting businesses and ideally seeing them through and seeing them actually come to fruition. So the main thing right now that I'm doing is that's I mean non filmmaking related is wrapped uh, MacBook skins. Do I have one on? I yes, do have sir. one. So if you're looking at my laptop right here, that is a wrapped. Um, and that's that's been I mean that that could be a whole episode. Yeah, talking about wrapped. Was, yeah, we should. It's been, be- we should. You've been crushing with that. Now, and we, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll probably talk about this later, but it's been fun to, to grow that brand. We've, we've made some pretty big steps lately, so looking forward to this year. Um, I mean, yeah, content creator, been playing with YouTube. Uh, personal life, I am married. I have two kids, literally just had a kid two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, like two weeks and two, two days ago. Yeah. That's so crazy. Dude, freaking nuts. 
And it's just... Do you feel like... So everyone says when they have the first kid that it changes their perspective of life. Yeah. Do you feel like that happened with the second as well? Like, do you think it, like, maximized no. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even... The, I, feel, I feel so bad. The, what's so funny, and I've talked to people about this too, is the first kid is just... It's, like you said, it's such an eye-opener. Yeah. Completely changes your perspective of life. Um, and you bring that you bring that baby home and you're just sitting with it and it's right. just it's just you and the baby and your spouse you yeah. know and that's it when you have the second kid you bring that baby home and then it's you your baby and then your two-year-old kid who's playing in the background and yeah. screaming and it's like okay this isn't as like peaceful the shock factor is kind of gone <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah and, and you've you've been there done that yeah and so like you just you just know how to handle majority of things right which is nice yeah I, I guess like in in this stage of my life where I, I just have so many things right. that I'm trying to do. It is really convenient to like not have to stress over how to care for a child. Yeah. Cause I've already yeah. done it, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. So that's been nice, but yeah. By the way, how did, how did we meet? The, Cause we, obviously we're like, Oh, you went to Alta too. Like yeah, I knew that you went crazy. to Alta. You didn't know that I went to Alta. I feel like, I feel like I for sure have like recognized you in high school. Sure. But like since then, because it's been so long, I, I yeah. totally forgot. Mm -hmm. The first shoot, when did we meet? Well, I, it was your shoot, wasn't it? I think it was, we were shooting for DJI. Yeah. Yeah. Because you hit me up yeah. to come hang it was, out. It was the launch video for the DJI FPV. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's crazy. That Because that wasn't that long ago. That was, that was uh, last year. Was that last year? Yeah. No, that was 2019, wasn't it? Oh, 20, 2020, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I get these years, man. It's, it was 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 2020. Gosh, I get the years mixed up. 2021 is already over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, DJI FPV. That's crazy. Um, we, were doing a, we were doing a video with an e-bike company with That's, Zugo. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. Well, I, I, hit, I hit you up because... I needed. Uh, what, why needed a, why a did I? Hit? I needed someone. A no, snack guy. I needed someone who could drive the Zugo. Who could ride the Zugo. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just, I had a feeling you were good with like motorbikes, basically, like motorcycles, like bicycles. Like. I had to. We had to put training wheels on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I was just confident. I'm like, Logan would be good. He's a homie. He's someone who's just down to come and shoot. Um, and, and yeah. Yeah, it was a fun time. That was when I met, there. uh, Stefan for the first time too. Yeah. I was thinking about that cause I ran into him today. And That's I was like, when I met Stefan for the first time too. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. That's funny. I invited that. two random people I'd never met on ever before to be the main two characters in Dude, the that's shoot. What, that's what photo and video does. You just yeah. networking and you connect. I know. And now here we are and we have a podcast together. There you go. And now Stefan and I we're Corvette bros. Yeah. You guys got sick cars. And it's, yeah. No, Stefan's a homie. We're going to bring Stefan on. Oh yeah, we got to bring Stefan. It'd be up. fun to talk to him about his GTR, and yeah. YouTube, and all that. Oh, 100 percent. He's been crushing it. Grew from zero to like 100k on YouTube in like six months or something like that. Some crazy. That's so nuts. Quick amount. Yeah, no, he's a stud. That's funny. So um, I do want to make some regular uh, segments in these podcasts. Yep. The first one, and, and these might change. These might evolve. We might take them out. You know, we might add some new ones. The first one I want to do is just new gear. Like what what's coming out? I know I don't want to like beat a dead horse. I don't want to like talk about stuff that people have been talking about for a long time. Sure. Like you know I don't want to like repeat what other people have talked about. But there is a lot of new gear coming out. It could be gear. It could be software even. Yeah. It could be like events that are happening. Like what have you heard? What like what's new on the grapevine? Is that a thing? Is that the yeah? What have you heard through the grapevine? Is that can't be a phrase? That sounds right. <laughs> I'm the wrong no. person to ask. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. <laughs> what have you heard? 
Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. The new, uh, the MacBook that's coming out, or it came out. Yeah. The, like, powerhouse. I don't know a ton about it, but I know I was watching, is it Marquez Brownlee? Mm-hmm. I was watching his tech video on it and like... The Wait, did you just say, is it Marquez Brown? He's like the biggest... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not pronouncing <laughs> What's his name again? The tech guy. That's I'm just kidding. I was giving you a hard time. Well, he, he showed uh, like the chip size difference in all the different yeah. M1s or whatever. And I was pretty mind blown by, by that. And for someone that like... Everybody needs a fast computer, you know? But sure. I'm like, that should be a pretty... When you start seeing like all these big top tier creators like getting stoked about it that's when you're like okay this thing is like yeah gonna be a pretty big deal for people editing on the go and stuff so that's one thing that i've been kind of looking at well peter mckinnon also did a video on that too did he yeah he did a video on like i can't, can't remember how he formatted the video it's kind of interesting because i think i think he was like rendering a video in premiere pro Okay. And he was editing a photo simultaneously and he was doing other stuff. Like the whole video was wow. him like doing everything in the video while it was rendering. That's like unheard of. You know, I think don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, but lately I've heard like people are still having issues with like Premiere Pro and stuff. And that that's when, when could I, just be a Premiere Pro thing. <laughs> I know that's true. <laughs> Premiere is just always but I've, that's, a struggle sometimes. I've, I've wanted to like switch for a while. I'm like, ah, I should upgrade. And then. The people are like still like yeah Premiere Pro still sucks. are you what do you edit on Premiere oh my computer uh -huh. um so I have a 2019 iMac um but I it's a an i9 Intel i9 processor Sick. 64 gigs of RAM uh it's a job done like it's it's actually like a powerhouse yeah it does really good and are you on Premiere Pro yeah <laughs> have you ever played with like DaVinci or Final Cut yeah my well my workflow. My workflow is uh, I bring everything into DaVinci first. Really? If it's if it's like a professional shoot, is that for just coloring? Just to color. So actually, okay. I love that workflow. I, I've never played with DaVinci, but I've heard most most of like the top people I follow seem to go yeah. through DaVinci. Well, here let me tell you why I like. Oh, I just I switched the camera. <laughs> uh, I like. Here's why I like that that workflow. Um, I, I shoot, I bring it into DaVinci, uh -huh. and I actually, like, here's the thing, because, like, you, you go on a shoot, you get all these clips, yep. and then you come home, and you're like, okay, I got, like, 100 clips, yeah. and I'm only going to use 30 of them, yeah. you know, because you got a lot of just, like, errors, like, like you messed up a few takes. Yep, out of focus. Um, or... Out of focus, or maybe re reverse recorded, so you just have some yeah. footage of the ground, you know? Yep. The, the reason I like DaVinci is I'll take all my clips, bring them into DaVinci, and I'll just throw them all on the timeline. Just they're all just mm -hmm. next to each other on the timeline, and then I'll go through and be like, okay, because I can. I feel like in DaVinci, it's really easy to like visually see what your clips are on the timeline. It's okay. just the way it's designed. It looks nice, so I can I can immediately just be like, okay, delete these three clips. Right. Delete like ripple delete closes the timeline, um, and I'll I'll literally go through and just delete all the clips I'm not going to use. Yeah. And then I'll trim the clips that I am going to use, and then I'll color them right there in DaVinci. Uh -huh. And then I'll export those clips individually. So you, you can you can like take your timeline and have it export each individual clip. Whoa, that's pretty cool actually. All, you know, all in one swoop. And it gives me a chance to like look so, through all the footage and like see, okay, like that looks really good, that looks really good. Right. Color it all, like get stoked because it's yeah. already colored. Well, I, yeah, that's a, the biggest thing is like, usually I color towards the end. Yeah. but. It's like it's hard to be stoked on footage and and 
edit your timeline when you know it's missing like an element that's yeah. like so vital. It's hard to be excited about it. Yeah. And, and and that doesn't it's not maybe that's not the case for everyone. Maybe people want to wait because they don't know what the the mood of the video sure. is going to be. Sure. But for me generally everything has a very similar like look. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just I don't know it's just what I've adopted and it's easy. That's how I am too. Um. But yeah. No. I I love it and like it's it's so nice to like get into Premiere Pro where I'm like actually going to like edit uh -huh. and know that I already have everything's ready to go all the clips ready. Yeah. yeah I don't have to even like do endpoints or that's anything huge. that's well that's kind of what I do on the photo end is I I pull all of my images into photo mechanic uh -huh. and photo mechanic basically just makes it so you can go through raw images way quick uh -huh. and I'll just go through and just like and I'll just delete the ones that I know are just mm -hmm. not you know throwaways yeah. so then <clears throat> when I go to import them into Lightroom I know all these images are like final images that are ready to be colored and yeah. ready to go. So it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, very similar. That's nice. That's especially for like weddings and stuff. That would be super close. Oh my yeah. gosh, game changer! I don't know why I never thought of it before. Yeah, it was always. I just feel like there was always this like idea that you were either Premiere Pro, yeah. or you're a DaVinci, but you couldn't have both. And I'm doing both, and I'm like, this is such an amazing workflow. So easy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Plus, switch over to that. That's nice. Bonus too. I have a lot of clients who just they just want the raw clips, like they but they want them colored too. Oh. And so it's like I've already exported the best of the best clips. Yeah. And they're already colored. Just makes it so much easier. So I just I'll just drag them over to Dropbox and send them to them, Boom. and then they're super happy. And then I don't have to like go through and sift again, you know? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. It works out. We went off on the tangent because we were talking about the MacBook. Oh yeah, we're talking about tech or, or uh, well, so new, what's what's an gear? item that you're stoked on? Is there any cameras? Or? There's. I just do. You, do you feel like you don't get? St I feel like an old person. I don't get very stoked on gear. I, I've definitely over the years. I think my since I've had like a One DX Mark II, I've kind of just slowed down on like wanting to buy more gear and yeah. now I'm a little bit more specific about like okay there's a couple that I yeah. have my eyes on but I feel like I feel like you get a gear a piece of gear that you're just like really comfortable with exactly and then you yeah. just stop caring right you know? but when you're when you're new I'm generally speaking here hopefully no one's like all butthurt but <laughs> when you're like new to the to the industry you feel like you're missing out yeah and totally. so you feel the need to be caught up and to like talk about the latest stuff and like immediately get it you know without yep. really knowing if it's going to help you yeah, you know what I'm saying, that's kind of that's kind of how I feel about like the the R5 yeah. uh, C. Yeah, is that what it is, Canon yep. R5 C. Um, I just I don't know. I I like there's everyone's like, oh my gosh, R5 C got to switch. Gonna sell my R5. <laughs> like, should I sell my C70? I'm like, why? Yeah. I think like, you kind of get to a point where your camera can essentially do like 99% of what all these top tier cameras can do. Yeah, and and you kind of I don't know. I feel like there's just there's just so much more to cameras than their specs yeah. if that makes sense you yeah. know like there's there's a certain like threshold where if you pass that threshold let's say like resolution mm. it's really not going to completely change yeah. the game for you generally speaking like i use the c70 for example mm. it's 4k right which seems odd because you know black magic 6k mm. um and that's half the price if not less i think right. you know yeah. what i'm saying um, and 6K has kind of slowly, somewhat become a standard uh -huh. in that regard. And then C74K, but it's like I don't, and I use that all the time. And I, I don't shoot. And thinking, I wish I had 6K, 6K. you know, <laughs> AK, and Just these monster files. I don't know. The, the what's so the R5C. That's that's probably the one piece of equipment that's kind of a hot topic right now. I just feel like 
feel like people got to stop making these hybrid cameras yeah. that, uh, that aren't that great. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if you do both, they're fine. Right. But if you want to split off and do one or the other, like, there's better options, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, and that's what, like, um, I've, I've been looking at, like, trying to find a, a camera like the C70 or, mm-hmm. like, the Komodo. And it's funny because, like, I, I think I've asked you a couple times. Like, you, you'll film a video, and I'm like, which camera is that? Cause I'm like, that has to be, you know, a cinema camera. And you're like, it's the 1DX. I'm like, I have that in my freaking backpack. Yeah. I'm like, I just need to get better at filming. And there's like, just, there's so much, like, yeah, perfect example. There's so much more than, yeah. to it than the camera. Yeah. Well, and, like, you know, there's been times where, like, I, I've seen people buy these cinema cameras that are $30,000. Yeah. But their skill set hasn't caught up to that yet and mm-hmm. so it just looks like you know something they only use the a little bit of what that camera can do when yeah. you have the, the ability. capability yeah. yeah yeah no i agree i think <laughs> i'm i'm actually gonna do um you ever you know edward lee i don't think so super just like the cleanest aesthetic that i've ever seen okay uh, from anyone on instagram just so clean he did he did something called 30 tips in 30 days cool he's actually done three of them which is blows my mind. Yeah. Like, how do you come up with ninety tips? That's a lot. Um, and but he did that. And um, gosh, what was I saying? What were we just talking about? Is he, or is he a filmmaker or is he a photographer? Or? Uh, he's a filmmaker photographer. Okay. Oh, I, I sorry, I remember. Um, anyways, I was, I'm going to do something similar to him. Cool. I'm not calling it thirty tips in thirty days. I don't want to. That's probably trademarked. I don't want to <laughs> ruin it for him. Um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about is like I can't remember exactly the, the title of the video. Uh, these are like short form videos, by the way, like vertical. Oh, cool! Quick videos. Yeah, but it was going to be YouTube, uh, YouTube Shorts, yep. Instagram Reels, TikTok. Um, but it was it was going to be uh, like the two or three things you need to make any camera like actually cinematic. Yeah, you know. Um, and the number one thing is a ProMist filter. Yeah, like literally, like the not like either ProMist or you get like the Prism Lens Effects Dream. Yeah, filter. I don't know if you've seen those. Those are so sick. Um, that's what I've been using lately. And I'm like, wow. Like the, it just, it makes such a difference really? in your footage. Yeah. I've needed to get them, especially shooting automotive. I'm like, they just make cars look so sick, you yeah. know, with like the anamorphic or oh, any of those. 100%. Yeah. I think between that and just having a camera that actually has like pretty good dynamic range, yeah. it's not like too contrasty. That's why I like the C70 so much. It's C70 is such a cool camera. It just, it just handles yeah. the shadows and highlights like together so well well and like i'm amazed by what people can create with like lower end cameras like some of the stuff that people make with like yeah just like entry level cameras like it's amazing what you can do if you you just have to learn those skill set and like apply it you know yeah 100 percent. i mean it, it comes yeah it comes down to like the way you're coloring it too yeah it comes down to the camera movement well and it's just like it's just all patience like you have yeah. to be willing to use the camera you have available and not have to constantly be trying to get these new cameras kind of yeah. like you're saying yeah but no definitely interesting i mean obvi- obviously new gear announcements are exciting they're fun they can be really important they can be game-changing sure. sometimes um c70 when that came out i was like oh C70's, snap. yeah awesome camera but i mean i feel like most of the time like i said it's it's like it's like you're getting old and you just don't care anymore yeah that's literally <laughs> that's just how i feel when i hear about new gear announcements when well, they they just come out with gear so fast nowadays like there's yeah. a new camera every 
four months, it feels like. Oh, 100%. So I'm like, I just can't keep up. Well, like, this, the, uh, you know, the Sony a7 IV? You remember yeah. that announcement? Yeah. Yep. It was like, oh, yeah. You know, and then like <laughs> two <laughs> days later, I was like, okay, no one cares. Yeah. You know? Uh, what happened, by the way, what happened to the, the Ronin 4D? Where I don't know. Because we, I made a launch video for DJI for the Ronin 4D. Was that the one? Was I on? Yeah, the, you, that was the one you were on. That was the <laughs> little, gosh. that was like the Wally, like robot yeah, looking one. That was the one with the chicken head that yeah, like and people goes up and down. Seems pretty excited about it. That's what's so, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Just, I don't get it. I don't know if it's like a supply chain issue where oh. they can't make them fast enough. Yeah, maybe. Or if like I, I don't know. I just I have not. I've never seen one in the wild. Yeah. I don't see anyone like posting about it on Instagram. Like well, I don't see anything. The footage from that looked really good. Footage is awesome. Yeah. I was yeah I was like extremely surprised at how well how well it handled it and everything. handled like especially like the direct sunlight because we were shooting in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And it freaking rocked it. Yeah. Like, it did so well. And it was so fun to grade, too. Really? The color grading was fun. Well, and we were shooting pretty crazy conditions. Like, just, like, follow cam behind the truck and stuff. Yeah. Like, in the dunes. So, bumpy. Yeah. Gimbal worked really well on that. Yeah. I was just, I mean, I was just like, yeah, I haven't seen Yeah, I don't know anybody that, that has In a one. while. Because, I mean, that was only, when, when was that? Like, August, I think? Yeah. Or September, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I just haven't seen it since, so... It's crazy. And I think, I wonder if brands will pick up on that. Like, hey, maybe we need to like pull back on how many releases and just like, I don't know, quality over quantity or something. Especially like DJI. Yeah. Like they had, when that came out, they also had the Mavic 3 that was coming out within like, I I mean, I was part of that. I was part of that launch too. And they they kept postponing the date and like they kept postponing the the Ronin 40 date too. But like they, they ended up launching like five or so different products. Yeah. within like a month or two of each other yeah that's what i'm saying was, it's like it's like too yeah. much i can't keep track of it and now it's been how many months since their last release and like there's just a drought of products now right that they just all got grouped together yeah i don't know I, I i'll be curious to see if they i bet they'll make they'll adapt i think that's that's kind of their job you know to pick up on stuff like that yeah i think moral of the story here for anyone listening is don't get too caught up on the gear yeah because it's and and it's the most cliche and you right. know, anything you That's know what every videographer and photographer yeah. says. Everyone says that, but like <clears throat> genuinely from the bottom of my heart, gear is super important. But there, I think the best way to describe it is there is a threshold, right? Of like what what is good. Yep. And then anything beyond that is just like extra. It's just got bells and whistles that you might not need. Yep. And you probably won't need actually. Well, <laughs> so. it's like especially like in photography, it's like just find your like we we still shoot on a Nif fifty sometimes. Dude, like I'll, I'll have a nifty 50 on my yeah. 1dx and it looks so goofy but with that lens 100 bucks you uh-huh. get 1.8 yeah it's like it's so buttery and like just such oh. a good lens yeah dude nifty 50 is baller it's not like the it. fastest focus but like you could easily if you were wanting to get into portraits and like weddings and stuff you could like totally shoot on one of those what i think is interesting is that even like cheap lenses like that yeah, $100 lenses, they have so much character to them, Yeah, which is, like, really popular right now, too. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, it's almost to your advantage to use, like, a cheaper or yeah. a vintage lens totally. that has character. Well, ours ours specifically, and we've kind of, we want to replace it, but it has a, uh, like, a light leak, so you'll get this, like, almost like an anamorphic flare mm-hmm. sometimes when you're facing a certain angle. <laughs> so it's kind of cool, like, when you're shooting portraits, like, it gives this cool, yeah. like, flare look, so it's, like... I don't know. Just own it, man. Yeah. Just go for 100 it. hundred bucks. That's funny. Yeah, no. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with cheap gear, too. 
And plus, if you drop them, yeah, it's a little bit easier to replace. That's that's true. Compared to these twenty five hundred dollar lenses. What what? Okay, what? I I wasn't planning on this. What is one piece of gear, not including your camera, your lens, or your gimbal, or a microphone? <laughs> that <laughs> All you, my gear. <laughs> that, or a tripod that you don't leave for a shoot without. What's like the one like accessory that you have to have? And so not including the my cameras and all that. Yeah. So accessory. Um, usually like a, well, it used to be a quarter. Oh, yeah. Because a quarter, I yeah. need that for like tripod plates and mm-hmm. like being able to, but now I've, I've upgraded and I have like a multi-tool. Ah, so having gross. a multi-tool is like pretty essential, you know? <laughs> yeah, you got to have it. Because like having like, yeah, just pliers or Which scissors. Which one or, is it? Do you have the small rig one or do you have just a generic? I just have like, I have a Gerber. Oh, like a Gerber baby. <laughs> yeah, Gerber <laughs> baby sponsor. No, it's nice. it's. Have you heard of Gerber? Like the. No, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've heard of Gerber. Yeah, so it's it's like it's just like a it's not like a camera specific multi tool, but yeah. having some type of multi tool in my backpack, yeah. I've noticed is that's smart. The only I love actually is my C70. There's a their bottom plate uh-huh. from Small Rig, and it has like a built in um, oh like, like a crank. flathead basically. Yeah. So like it it, it it's magnetic. Ah. And it connects to the bottom of the plate, and then you just slide it out, and it's like it's basically the size of a quarter. That's super good. Which is so I never I never bring screwdrivers with me anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, I just have that. Plus, yeah. I lost my screwdriver. So I pretty much only use it for like uh, tripod plates. That's like the only time I use my. Yeah, I mean, when else do you need a flathead screwdriver? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't home without that that uh, Dream Effects filter. Yeah, those are cool because you brought those on one of the shoots we did and you let me play with it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I need oh, I think it was, it was probably the FPV one. It was probably the yeah, first time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, that was, that was right after I got them. Jacob Owens uh-huh. sent me a care package with a bunch of them. Sick. And there was like a flare effects filter, which we use. Okay. That gives it like a anamorphic. Yeah. That's the one. Look. I, that's the one I played with. That one. That's a cool one. It yeah. looked really good on the shoot too. Made some awesome it's, photos. It just makes like, yeah, it, it brings so much character to your photo. And, like, if you do it correctly, it just looks yeah. crazy. Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. Um, I wanted to ask, and, again, this is a this is a segment I do want to include on podcasts like going it. forward if people like it. But who is a creator that inspired you over the last, you know, week or two? Um, Someone you found on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, TikTok even, can be literally anyone. TikTok, my favorite dancers. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this kid, who's the kid that shot your Corvette the other day? Up Tace. On, yeah. Tace. Uh, he literally just texted me. What's Shout his last name? What's Is it Anderson? Uh, yeah, Tace Anderson. Yeah, his photos, like that set was so sick. Oh, dude. And Tace is such a homie. Is he? He's such a nice dude. I haven't dude. met him, but I, we've, I think we follow each other now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when I saw that set, because I'm constantly trying to find locations to shoot cars mm-hmm. and like it's hard to shoot when you're trying to capture the utah kind of environment the mountains and everything yeah with automotive and mixing those two especially during the winter it's really hard because you don't want to oh, take yeah. luxury vehicles up the canyon and i'm not taking my rear-wheel drive yeah slide off the side of the road yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty tricky so when i saw that set i was like holy crap that is a sick well what's funny is i've driven up that road hundreds of times right um, cause it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a mountain. Um, by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, I'll probably throw this on my Instagram, the photos, but yeah. land in BTW, you can look at the photo set. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the gap. It's the bridge basically from like Draper 
to Highland if yeah. you want to go over the mountain. Yeah, Suncrest. Area. Yeah, Suncrest. And so I've been over there all the time. And so I asked Taste, I was like, hey, do you have any like close by locations yeah. for our shoot? Because I was like, I just don't really want to drive like an hour or two yeah. just for like a quick set. And uh, he sent me a pin. I was like, oh, what the heck? Literally, I've been on that road so many <laughs> times and I never considered it, you know? Yeah. So, well, and just like you can see like Timpanogos in the background and you get the alpine glow. And I was yeah. like, I was like, that's a freaking well done, sh- like shoot. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was so quick too. Is he? How did you meet him? Uh, just on Instagram. Yeah, he just that's how, that's how it is. He was just dogging me for for weeks, <laughs> trying to trying Can to do a car? quick shoot. And uh, not that I didn't want to, I was just I was sick. It was yeah. the new year, and then I got sick, and then we had a baby, and then I was just catching up on work. Dude, you're in that life now. You and got I'm the like, you got the Corvette. You're gonna be getting. <laughs> you're gonna be the next Stradman. Uh, no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, I, I know next to nothing about like the technical side of cars yeah, too, so it would, it would never work, but, uh, no, that was a, that was a fun set. Yeah. Taste is a homie. Someone who I've kind of, um, picked up on. Have you, um, Nicholas Crystal, Crystal? Um, what does he shoot? He shoots. So he's on YouTube. Okay. Um, YouTube creator. He went from like zero to like half a million subscribers in like a year. Whoa. Um, and he just, he basically, <laughs> the reason I like him so much um, basically it's because he, 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 I feel like he's another version of me in yeah. a way. Like, I feel like him and I are very similar, but okay. that's probably a better way of putting it where he, he loves to talk about like motivational stuff and okay. like how to stay motivated, how to get out of creative rut, nice. productivity. I love that type of stuff. But he's also like a filmmaker and he, and he makes videos for clients. Oh, and yeah. so he basically just combines those two topics on YouTube and does extremely well. That's talking sick. about both of them and I'm like man I've wanted to combine those for so long yeah. but like finally I found someone who does it and does it really well there's a few people on YouTube that do that like the, their storytelling abilities mixed with their camera abilities like it yeah. just flows so well yeah well, I'm just I'm always so impressed especially after like vlogging myself yeah for a little while now I just I understand how difficult it is yeah Dude. and and I'm pretty lazy when it comes to vlogging too <laughs> I just grab my camera and I just I point it at myself, point it at whatever I'm t- whoever I'm talking to. Like I'm just I just go for it because yeah. for me a vlog is just it should be pretty easy, right? Um, otherwise, you're, I'm gonna end up not, not wanting, wanting to do, do it because yeah. it's it's gonna feel like work, too much of a burden. Um, but but he just he just puts a lot of effort into it, and I, I feel like he's probably found a really good balance. Yeah. But I watch his videos, and I was like, ah, I would love to be able to just commit. Yeah. That much, like as much as he does to my videos, but. Maybe we'll find a happy medium, you know. That's kind of where, like, that for me, like, the hardest part about doing freelance full-time is, like, trying to break the, like, this is work time, this mm-hmm. is, like, side hustle time. Yeah. Like, I could never justify my side hustle time because I was, like, always too worried about trying to get new clients. Yeah. And I feel like now that my, like, financial side is a little bit more covered with my W-2 job, mm-hmm. I'm, like... That's where, when it comes to YouTube, I'm like, I would love to do much more, like, you know, release a video maybe once a month, but it's really high-quality storytelling yeah. kind mm-hmm. of stuff you're saying. Because I, I just never could really dedicate that much time towards it when I was doing Yeah, it's it's hard to dedicate time to something that's not going to immediate immediately create, like, generate revenue for right. you. exactly. Um, if you don't already have a stable job. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. I think everyone can. That's, that's what keeps a lot of people from starting is they're like, well, I got to pay the bills. Like, yeah. I can't put all this time into something that I don't know where it's going to go. Well, and that's what's weird, too, is like there there's so many hobbies that I've wanted to do 
But again, I'm like, I just can't justify the amount of time it would take to learn these different hobbies. Yeah. Because I'm like, I just need to focus on making money and creating a career. And what what kind of hobbies, what interests are you kind of dipping in dude, lately? I, I started playing with um, like 3D modeling, like playing with... Uh, oh, like AutoCAD or what? Have you heard of Blender? Oh, yeah, I've heard It's of like Blender or like Cinema 4D. Yeah, okay. So like, like animation 3D modeling or are you just doing like... More just like photo, like photorealistic. Yeah, like photorealistic, okay. like environments. Like okay. I'd love to do, like very like Blade Runner, like mm. cyberpunk, like that yeah. type of. Uh, Can make like, some NFTs or. Yeah, get in the NFT world, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've always wanted to learn that stuff, and I, I started dabbling on it for a little bit. I made some some donuts. That's like the thing that everybody makes is like these three D donuts. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I just like realized quickly, like oh, this is like a full time job to learn this and like yeah. if you want to get good at it quickly yeah. you have to be doing this every single day and just like photography you know 100%. and i was like man I, I just can't like justify that amount of time right now but now since i'm covered i'm like maybe i'll jump back into that and maybe i'll start playing around with it and, yeah dude now's the time yeah so you never know that. i think mean, that's the beauty of just the you know how we live today like the right. this time you know time period basically is yeah you can whatever you freaking want to do there's so much opportunity yeah seriously even i mean even like 30 years ago to be an entrepreneur yeah was like a stupid idea basically yeah and now like it's encouraged to like go and do your own thing well and it's amazing and you've learned this i'm sure with uh with wrapped is you can create like a, a product and it becomes also in this like passive income yeah. that you like just kind of manage yeah like i i started a an etsy shop that is just it's like print on demand mm-hmm. so i i've created different graphics and then um you know people will just buy them to create posters out of them yeah and it's it's really small it's it's i want to continue to grow it but it's like it's i so buy crazy. stuff I, I do that all, i buy downloads from etsy all yeah. the time yeah. for stuff and that's what it's like it's so crazy because you know even 10 years ago that was like still yeah not really it was pretty unheard of until yeah. you know, dropshipping became a thing. But. I feel like I feel like there's there's almost like a misconception that if you're starting a business, you have to be completely all in. Yeah. And it has to like do like extremely well. Yeah. Whereas there's nothing wrong whatsoever to have a passive income. Yeah. Side hustle business. Like it, it's it's a business, you sure. know, maybe it's not like a corporate doesn't have to thing be or anything on Shark Tank. But. Yeah, like isn't that, you don't have to generate a million dollars a year, but it's like a, a business is anything that's creating passive or not, maybe not passive. It's creating income for you. Yeah, generating revenue, and so yeah, I mean having having a Etsy shop that's a business. Yeah, having Wrapped, it's Wrapped doesn't make all the money you know sure. in my portfolio, but it, it makes a little bit. A little and it's, bit. You know, goes towards new gear. It pays the bills. It's yeah. fun. I enjoy it. What allows you to maybe explore hobbies that you might have not because you don't oh, have yeah. that source. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, I feel like. Is there any any hobbies you uh, you are learning or want to learn or get into? Um, I mean, hobbies. Not. <laughs> what are hobbies? <laughs> what are hobbies? I feel like I I genuinely feel, and this is hopefully this comes across right. I feel like genuinely my my biggest hobby is just your work. Yeah, yeah, my work, yep. creating new things. Like, that's just that's just so fun to me. Yeah, totally. And uh, I saw something the other day. It's like, oh, what is it? I used to work a 9-to-5 job, and then, I, and then I quit to do my own thing. Yeah, it's a, and now I, I work 24-7, yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Like, that's kind of how I feel, where it's like, I work 24-7, but I just, it's so much fun right. that I don't mind at all. Yeah. It's so enjoyable. 
Um, and so, yeah, I've been, I mean, s- some new stuff I have, I've just obviously s- wrapped. We've been scaling that a little bit. I just, I literally just brought on a business partner like two weeks ago really? to Sweet. help with the paid ads side. Cause I, I haven't run any paid ads really? since I started it. Um, I, well, okay. I dabbled a tiny bit on my own and then I'm like, I'm need a professional. I can't do this yeah. on my own. Uh, so I just brought him on and that's exciting. I'm, I'm actually tapping into the NFT space. Yes. A little bit. Ooh. I don't want to say too much, Ooh. but I'm like pretty freaking excited about it. Heck yeah. Um, we'll, we can talk about that in another episode. Yeah. We could do a full episode on NFT world. Oh yeah, dude. Especially as photographers and creators. I think I would, uh, the thing is the, the NFT, like what I'm doing with NFTs right now is something that like, I feel like I need to set the stage for yeah. it to be successful. Like I want to educate people on NFTs yep. so that it can work. Other, so I'm I'm all for like having an episode just talking about NFTs. Let's do it. And That'd like, be way fun. Yeah, how they work. And It'd be it, fun to get someone on here. We could probably find an NFT expert. Yeah, someone that knows it a little bit more. I have I have one person in mind already that would do it in a That'd heartbeat. That'd be sweet. So we should do that. Um, I got. <laughs> I feel like sorry. I don't need to take all this time. I just feel like I have so many little things happening. But yeah. I do have. I have an app I've been working on. Really. With some people. Um, <laughs> I just, I was approached by a kid named Colton and he's, he just had this idea for an app and I'm like, bro, I'm like, yeah, yeah that sounds freaking awesome. <laughs> and so, and it's like, like full credit, like he, he came up with the idea, um, but he, he needed somebody who could basically like be the face of it yeah. in a way and like promote it. Cause you got a beautiful face. And so, <laughs> stop. yeah, so he thought of me naturally. That's epic. Um, no, I was kidding. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, we've been working on that. We're probably two weeks out from having a beta to release to a select number of people just to fine tune it. Can you uh, um, share any info on it or is it pretty? Actually, I have, I have the, the 1.0 beta Ooh. on my phone. Um, I, I don't know if I want to talk about it quite yeah. yet. We'll hold off. Just because, I don't know. It's not like it's a super so- top secret thing. Sure. I just kind of, I think it's just, I want to make sure that it's dialed basically in. dialed and ready to go yeah. before saying it. In the rare case that somebody wants to beat us to the punch or like. It's a good point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For sure. And it's not like it's this like revolutionary app. I just, I just think it's, I'm going to use it yeah. all the time. And I, th- I feel like a lot of people use it because it's going to be, it's nice. Anyway, sorry. I'm more gonna, like, it's not future. fun to listen to something when you don't know what it is. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, like move on. Yeah. Like if you're not going to tell us. Um, so I got the app and then uh, I, I have plans to make a productivity course. Nice. Again, I don't mean a drone on, but I mean, this is just kind of, these are my hobbies. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been enjoying. I'm all about that. Uh, just a productivity course because I've, I don't know, I feel like. I've learned I've learned a ton about myself and what motivates me. Sure, keeps me going. How I've been able to be productive, uh, like the combination of hacks that work for me to yeah. be productive. Well, that's so important. Is like someone that's self-employed, like being able to understand like your your just your schedule and like what actually works for you and yeah. Like I feel like it's I feel like it's a pretty uh, not it's not super talked about yeah. when you decide to go on your own. The, the fact that you are on your own and yeah, nobody's you're going to, yeah, you're accountable <laughs> yourself. No one's going to like kick you in the butt. Yeah. Uh, except for maybe your bank because yeah. you're overdue on some, I don't know. Like there, there's, there's obviously normal stuff that will motivate you, but like in the end, if you can't find that motivation, you might not be able to make it. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Cause I, like you said, like it's really not, 
it's hard to teach something like that because everybody's so different. But if you can give people the, you know, the basics to kind yeah. of think about and kind of plant the seed to start making their own. A hundred percent. Well, that, and that's the goal is I want to be able to give people like a blueprint Yeah. of like, and, and honestly, cause yeah, that, that's the whole thing is everyone is different. Yeah. Everyone functions differently. Your, your morning routine is probably way different than my morning routine. Right. Which is totally fine. It's yeah. just, that's your process. And as works long for as you, it you works. Know? Yeah. Um, and so I would, I just want to be able to lay the groundwork for people and give them like this huge list of options and hacks that right. they can start implementing just a foundation to, to basically build out. Yeah. And yeah. then, and can go from there. Cause it's, you're, it's, you're not going to find what works perfectly and it's always going to work perfectly. Yeah. It changes all the time. Yeah. You totally. know? Well, and, and especially, yeah, being self-employed, like you're, you're always going to be being pulled in different directions and it's like, you have to be pretty, uh, you have to be able to, to adapt mm-hmm. on a daily basis, hourly basis, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so if you know the certain characteristics that work best for you, then you can kind of work around that. And yeah. hundred percent. I think that'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, again, I, I yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to like talk about, I hate to like just be like the talker and then like, no, these are, these are sweet. So are these kind of like your overall 2022 these goals? Are, these are just things I'm working on in 2022 that year. I'm really yeah. excited about. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what's so hard is like, you don't want to like talk too soon sure. and like hype it up. And then, you know, it's just, it's not as fun. It's, it's more fun to like release something that nobody knows you're talking yeah. about. Well, that's like, there's nothing worse than like getting excited about something and talking about it and then it doesn't pan out. And yeah. You're just kinda like, oh. I know that it's super, yeah, it's, it's kind of humiliating, embarrassing. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better at that. Um, I just, I don't want to be the guy that just less announcements, more action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's, kinda... that's something I'm kind of working, working on personally, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I got going on in 2022. Epic. What do you have going on in 2022? What are your goals? Um, you know, it's, it's mainly um, just growing our, our company's social media. So we have like four different Instagram pages. Um, so I'm growing all those. Mm. And then we're going to be jumping into the YouTube space. Um, nice. Which naturally, you know, with yeah. luxury cars, it's going to be, should be pretty fun. Um, and just honestly, just perfecting my role at this company. Mm-hmm. Um I think it'd be really cool to eventually bring on people as like a team yeah. Um, because it would be super nice to be able to get like two other guys out and just drive the Canyon with these cars and just million dollar cars. Yeah. yeah. Freaking, yeah. And just be able to like get the best top quality content possible. And then eventually like start getting more into like cinema cameras and like mm-hmm. really just become this powerhouse of a, yeah. of a dealership because we already are, we're growing really quick and, yeah, we, I think, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. So I pretty much every, all my sites are on, on just perfecting my, my process over there. It's freaking dope. So, yeah, I think that goes to show that like <laughs> you and I are very similar, Yeah, but we're also very, we're not very different, but we are different in the fact that you enjoy kind of being in house yeah. and growing something like as a group. Yep. Whereas I'm like, and the, like, there's no right or wrong. I'm just, it's, I'm just kind of. Yeah, you know, looking at the, the like, dynamic of it. Yeah, yeah, from the outside in, like, yeah, like you you really enjoy doing your own thing, working in house. It's working really well. Sure. There's a ton of potential to grow over there, and I've I've kind of been doing my own thing. Well, and it's cool because like the the most like successful creators I've watched over the years are people like yourself, where 
like you're not just solely relying on photography as your income. You're mm -hmm. creating all these different kind of side hustles and these businesses to help kind of elevate the entire ship, you yeah. know? And yeah. I've seen, there's lots of creators that do that. Um, <clears throat> there's India Earl. She shot our mm -hmm. wedding. Um, she's a wedding photographer, but she does so much like e-commerce type things where she'll sell different courses and yeah. and all that. And like, because of that, her business is like, huge it's boomed you know oh yeah dude so it's like being able to understand it's like being able to like yeah just like branch out and not put yourself in a box yeah it's like so important as, as somebody that's self-employed well i think and that's the gift of being alive right now yeah this time period and being young yeah especially in yep. this time period is that you can go any direction yeah you know there's if, a lot of things if, you can as long do. as you're if you're if you're curious and you're you have the energy it's like there's so much stuff going on, like just like NFTs. Like, yeah. there's kids out there that are creating collections that are, you know, they're just freaking rolling in dough because they're <laughs> they're retiring their parents. Yeah, exactly. At 19 years old, you know, yeah. they're 19 years old. Or, their parents are much older. Or like, yeah, YouTubers, people that are building yeah. huge channels and they're just like, yeah, barely starting still. Oh know? yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's so much opportunity. It's crazy. Yeah, there's there's a ton you can do. Um, yeah. It's a, it's amazing. I mean, this podcast is a great example yeah. of something that we're just doing for fun. Yep. You know, at some point, maybe it might turn into, you know, a, a moneymaker in a way. I don't expect it to. I'm not planning on that. Yeah. But like you just, you, there's so many mediums yeah. that you can tap into nowadays. Yep. And it's amazing. Just try all of it and eventually one of them will stick and you'll just. Yeah. Just, just grab a handful of darts and just throw them all at the <laughs> dartboard. And it's just one of them has to hit the dartboard, <laughs> one of them. you know. Hopefully a few. <laughs> All right, guys. We have actually been rolling for about 49 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. I was, I'm such a liar. I'm like, yeah, we're going to make these 30 minutes, and here we are. Uh, I mean, first episode, I'm, I can live with that because yeah. it's the first episode. We're kind of laying the groundwork. We're, uh, we're figuring things out. We're kind of we're getting our voices, Yep. you know? Um, so I'm okay with this one being a touch longer. Uh, anything you want to say before we sign off? Nothing really. I'm excited. I think this is going to go really well. Yeah. Yeah, we got to line up some guests uh, for you guys. Uh, if you have any suggestions on guests, I've actually I've done a, a, a poll on my Instagram before. I got a ton of good suggestions. If you have any more, shoot me a DM. Or if you yourself yeah. think you'd be a good host, or sorry, not if you host, are good guest, at talking, if you're good at talking <laughs> to a microphone, uh, just shoot me a DM. Let me know. Um, we'll see if uh, we'll see if we can line something up. But that's it for uh, for Studio Talk episode one. Thanks for listening. Ooh. Over and out. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have an outro. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and we're going to see you guys in the next episode. See you later. Peace out.